Live from the Be Unique studios in the thriving metropolis of Merritt Island, Florida, it's Ask Mary, where she'll try to answer your questions. And remember, if she doesn't know the answer, she'll make them up. And now, here's Mary. This is kind of a different show this week because we didn't really get any questions sent to us. So, Mary, I'm going to take advantage of the time and I'm going to take advantage of the moment and I'm going to ask a question of my own. Is that okay? That's fine. All right, great. Um, You know, uh, Be Unique being the uh, media situation, being the media powerhouse, as I like to call it, as it really is. Um, and, 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 and Mary, why don't you give us an example? Why don't you tell us about Be Unique's independent film that's just been put out? Daisy. Oh, my Daisy. gosh. Talk about Jennifer. It. Jennifer. Um, I had another. I have several friends named Jennifer, and I almost gave her the wrong Well, name. I was going to ask you, Mary, um, for those of the people that may be tuning in for the first time, can you talk about Jennifer and how she plays a significant role in Be Unique? Well, Jennifer East is one of my co-founders. She and I went to lunch one day and decided we need something better in our life. And long story short, we created Be Unique. And uh, because we decided it had to be unique, we spell it B-U-N-E-K-E, which is- Emphasizing the U. Yeah, emphasizing the U. She is our founding vice president, Mm. our creative director, uh, she's an artist, she's a graphic artist and uh, an illustrator. She's now, let me ask you this. Is she responsible for the graphic look of the magazine? Because we repeatedly, and I know you know this, repeatedly get comments all the time about not only the content being extraordinary with the Be Unique magazine, but also the design. Can you she talk about is that? absolutely the reason it looks the way it looks. She, if you can see it, Jennifer did it just about, if you can read it or feel it, I'd say that's kind of my domain. Um, But Jennifer is responsible for the way things look online and also the way they feel because there's a, a sensory appeal to how things work in your head. And when you see something that's pretty, and our, our magazines are gorgeous. Beautiful. They're absolutely gorgeous. Um, that triggers something in your in your mind that it makes you feel a certain way. And, and um, it's by design, right? Absolutely by design. Um, okay. In fact, there are times that I'll say, Jennifer, why did you? And before I finish, she'll say, it's a design element. <laughs> but she was invited to... Well, uh, she did. This, she did she, this last year. She created a film for Fusion Fest. Okay, okay. Last year, and she was invited to come hey, back. Well, let me ask you something real quick. Um, what What exactly is Fusion Fest? Fusion Fest is a celebration of the fusion of people in the hmm. Central Florida area oh. that. Um, have come from other areas, whether it's other areas of the country or other cultures, other countries, but they've settled in central Florida, primarily Orlando area. Okay. Um, they do a film festival as part of the peace film festival oh, called okay. migration M Y 
G-R-A-T-I-O-N. There's a, okay. And last year, Jennifer and Franklin and I worked together Mm -hmm. on a film uh, with a man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mary. Who's Franklin? Oh, Franklin Prather is uh, one of our board members. Okay. He's been a cheerleader for Be Unique from, I'll say day four. I'm not (laughs) sure if it was day three, day one, day two, but from very, very early beginnings. I love you, Mary. You are so precise, but go ahead. (laughs) Anyway, um, Franklin is also a filmmaker. He's a Mm. special ed school teacher as well. Oh, wow. And he and Jennifer and I went to one of the winters. I don't know if it was park garden or break, but we went some winter something in, in the Orlando region and met with a doctor who is from Uzbekistan. Okay. And took me a long time to remember how to pronounce the country. Very small area of the of a very small country. He came here to America and we helped him tell his story. Mm -hmm. And it was an interesting story, but it had nothing to do with the story of Daisy. Well, let's talk about Daisy then. Daisy is a woman from who was born shortly after the bombing of Hiroshima on Hiroshima. Mm. She was born on the island. Um, Her Japanese name, I cannot pronounce, but she was named Daisy by an American soldier. And her, her Japanese name means peace child, but she was named Daisy by a soldier who actually helped her parents get, she, uh, they helped. He bought her formula and diapers and things because the family was very poor and Daisy was not thriving for a long, long time. And she calls this soldier her American hero because he provided for her as an infant and he named her Daisy. He said, she's, she's blooming. Look at her grow. So Daisy married a man from Poland, very, very diverse family. And his name is Jan, I believe. Uh, Jennifer and Franklin and Jennifer's husband, Bob filmed um, a little documentary, five minute documentary. They did it. They filmed it in 24 hours, filmed, edited, and submitted it. That was part the of the stipulation. That was part right. of the Okay. Gotcha. It had to be no more than five minutes long. Okay. And it had to, um, had to be done within, I think maybe 36 hours. It wasn't quite 48 okay. or 24, but anyway, it, with over a weekend, they filmed it. Jennifer edited it. She added the music to it. Um, she got some amazing B-roll and, and photos to go with it. Daisy showed them how to make a traditional Japanese breakfast. Uh, it was just really fascinating to watch. And the way Jennifer edited it all together made it an award winner. I mean, it's won many awards, five or six, I think. But wow. the, the one that I'm most proud of, and I think we all should be, is it won best documentary. That is fantastic. And the teaser is on our um, website. You can watch uh, a little trailer because Mm -hmm. we can't 
I think it's still in contention for other film festivals. Right, and you can't show it. Can't, on website, it can't be right? seen in That's its correct. entirety. That's correct. But That's correct. Um, it, it's a fascinating story about a fascinating couple, how they met. I mean, the fact that a, a woman from Japan would meet a man from Poland here, and I think they met in Chicago, okay. and now they live in Orlando. And right. it was just a story of culture different cultures and then and I believe her husband is the artist. I, I, I think her husband is the artist in the family. Maybe yeah. she is too. I'm not sure. And this is something that Jennifer completely financed herself. Absolutely. Well, yeah, on behalf of be unique. That is amazing. And that's just one aspect of be unique. There are several things. Um, one of which, and this is going to lead into my question um, is the podcast area of Be Unique. Be Unique um, Radio. Right, Be Unique Radio. Uh, there, We have about, what, 11 shows? 12. 12, okay. What are the shows? Okay, the shows are, well, I'll tell you, uh, the first one, which I call our flagship, is Unscripted. Okay. And uh, I'm, have, I'm familiar with it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. We have Manifest Monday. Transformational Tuesday, Walking the Path, mm. Just Ask Mary, of course, Coffee, Candy, and Creatives, mm-hmm. um, On Demand. Those are the shows that are currently producing new right. material. Right. Right. Then we have Here I Am, which only did 18 episodes. The very first episode had 55 downloads. Oh, Wow. That's unusual for our first that, episode. That is. That is. That's amazing, actually. Take a break with Gene and Mary, which we just call take a break usually. Okay. Oh, uh, we had uh, 250 shows. It was a daily show. Right. We did it daily at noon. Um, but there were one, two, three, four, five, six shows that have had zero downloads. Nobody uh, listened to them. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. But then this. The show about the Buja dance, which someday you'll have to ask me about that. I, I um, will believe me with the name. It, like it that, had I'm the mo- it had the that. most downloads, but there okay. were only like three dozen or so. Okay. And then we had um, Best Lifing with Julia Brodska. Um, she's a, a best selling author international. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had uh, I don't know two or three dozen shows, and they had one show that had no listens at all, no downloads. Mm-hmm. They averaged about 22. And then we have uh, Trilby Saldana did three shows called The Ripple Effect. Okay. Three, three single shows, and that was it. But they all had about 50 downloads, every one of them. And, and that's, hey, what, just for starting out podcasts, that's pretty amazing. Not bad. Not bad. Well, well, I mean, Be Unique has a pretty, well, a lack of a, you know, lack of a description that global, you have a pretty global reach, doesn't it? Well, at least 80 countries. Wow. Um, on, on blog talk radio, there may be more countries listening on other platforms. You mentioned earlier that um, you listen to just ask Mary on Spotify. Where else is it at? Uh, I can't tell you all 44 of them. 44 platforms. 44 platforms it's heard on. But um, I can tell you that it is heard on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, 
Last FM, a uh, lot of other podcasts. Uh, there, there are 14 main podcasts that we've got listed on our website. And those, are, those are like the top listening places. Right. And Unscripted has been around since November of 2019. Mm-hmm. It started, well, actually, it was, we had a few shows. We, we probably in, I'll just say June. I, I know I, I get stuck on semantics. Earlier in 2019, we were on. Hey, Mary, can I stop you just for a second and maybe give a brief description for those of the people who have never heard of or ever yeah. listened to Unscripted? Could you tell us about it? Well, Unscripted at this time, and we're thinking of possibly revamping it. Right. We have Good been, to know. <laughs> we've been interviewing people, amazing people. Right. And I will tell you some of the, um, the best listened shows are our open mic nights. Open mic site. Yes. Open mic nights. Right. We, we had one show with uh, a woman named Jeannie. Mm-hmm. And the title of the show was this woman is no genie in a bottle. She's, <laughs> she's so much more than that. And I think the title of the show makes a big it, difference. It the tags that we put in makes a difference. The description of every show, as well as the title, you know, the title, <laughs> the description and the tags, um, because that's what people look for. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, with our other live shows like Manifest Monday or Transformational Tuesday, I'll ask the people, where did you hear about us? And they'll say, oh, I was just on blog talk radio and I saw that this is a spiritual show or it's an educational show or it's a comedy show, whatever it happens to be. Um, That makes a difference to how you classify the show. For the longest time, I was classifying when I was the host of Unscripted, which I'm Thankful to say I'm no longer the, the primary host. You are, Tony. Uh, thank um, you. I classified everything as educational. But when I started going deeper and going, well, this is more than educational. It's spiritual mm-hmm. or it's entertainment. It, that helped draw different people, different listeners to it. Uh, but the genie in a bottle had 85 downloads wow. real quickly. Wow. Another show that got a lot of hits was when we interviewed exorcist Angie Clark. I think the word exorcist got the the majority. That that definitely uh, rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. But one night, and this is something that I know you are struggling with right now. Right. Uh, We had a a guest who was a no-show. Right. Uh, Sometimes our guest don't show for known reasons. And uh, sometimes they, you know, it's a scheduling conflict. Sometimes they forget. Well, I've that's had- because Mary, you're, you're getting people. And, and this is what I, I really love about unscripted. You're getting people that hear about the show that book the show, but unfortunately because of scheduling in the sense that you've got so many guests on it already, it's down the line. And of course, like with everybody or in anybody, I mean, schedules change. Yeah. So and I think one of know. the biggest problems with unscripted is if 
if Tony wants to be on the show and Tony emails us and says, hey, I want to be on the show, Tony's going to take responsibility. Right. But if Mary is Tony's agent and she's booking for Tony, Tony has no skin in the game. So if for whatever reason, six, eight months down the road, Tony right. and Mary right. sever their client agent relationship. If the agent doesn't tell Tony, then there's no way to reach him. And, and a little bit of background real quick. Um, I have been, for lack of a better description, blessed with the ability to be able to have a chance to host Unscripted. And it's been an amazing experience for me. I, I just, I love it. And I love the Be Unique family. Um, but Mary brings up a very important point in the fact that we, we get guests um, that hear about the show that want to do the show, but it's through the agent that we're learning this. And then what Mary exactly mentioned is the agent maybe cuts ties or there's a changeover or that kind of thing. And a lot of the times you're going to hear the fact that we've had a guest not be able to follow through is not anything necessarily against the guest or something happening with the guest. It's that communication has been cut. And that's part of the trouble that, I mean, not trouble, but part of the challenge really of what we're running into with Unscripted. And Mary, you, you seem to always do this, but you always turn it back to what the question is going to be. And that is... Um, you know, we have all these amazing guests booked. And I mean, they are amazing. In fact, um, Mary, you know, it was amazing to me that we had one of the top acts of music in Japan want to be on Unscripted. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's amazing. It shows you the, just the biggest problem with, with that particular situation time was zone. time zones. Yeah, time zone. Because, uh, you know, it's... Well, I got to tell you something, Mary, I'm willing to lose sleep because that that says, oh, man, you know, you, you talk about just starting the show and now you're, you know, we're in all of these different countries, 80 of them, and people are listening and you're exactly right. We don't know how many people are really downloading the show per se, and we don't know how many people are actually listening to it, but we do know people are listening because yeah. to have a top act, music act from Japan. That's connected to Hello Kitty. Right. That's connected to Hello Kitty, which anybody that has any kind of children will tell you is a major deal. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. So my question, which you always, as a, I don't know how you do this, but you always get back to it, is what can we do to make a See, I love Unscripted because Unscripted is me. It's kind of like what we're doing right now, Mary. It's kind of like sitting down in somebody's living room, okay, and having a conversation completely off the cuff. It's completely casual. It's relaxed. And like the title of the show says, it's unscripted. So you don't get an agenda. You don't get a mission. You don't get some kind of target direction that the guest is, is, is focusing on, although we do touch on that mm -hmm. because that is part of it you get a person who's a person. And that's what I think is the genius of the show. So how can we make this uh, or correct this situation with our guests that, you know, we've got them so far booked into the future. And a lot of it, like you mentioned, is due to the fact that their agency doing this and things change over time. So how do we do it? Well, I think 
one way to fix it is to stop booking so far in advance. Okay. And we, we tell people we're booked up through maybe three months. So th- this is um, April. Right. You know, anybody who asks, we are booked through July and we're right. not taking any more bookings until right. we'll start booking again in July for the following three months. We'll do it right. quarterly. And right. I think with you as the host, you would be need you would need to be responsible for setting your own people on your schedule. Right. No, right. You're because right. you also know which nights you're right. available. Right. And we could get uh, a situation where, well, I go back to the I, I just it's amazing to me with the Japanese band. Um, you could go back and actually schedule a pre-recording. Uh, or something of that nature with that band. We love to do it live. Believe me, we love to hear from people. Well, why don't why right. don't you reach out to the agent? You've got the right. address. I've got the address, right? And you tell the agent that you'd like to do this over Zoom, right? And you are willing to work around the yeah. entertainer's schedule, absolutely. And then the beautiful thing is, you'll have the Zoom, and you can add. Um, you can you can actually then turn that into a video that we can put on our YouTube channel. Well, I'd also like to obviously insert some of the music yes. into it because I mean, they are a band after all. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it would be very important to highlight that. And the fact that they're involved with Hello Kitty is amazing because I'm telling you, Hello Kitty is huge. Yeah. And, so I think, I think yeah. the answer to your question is, um, we create, boundaries right and the boundaries are uh we book for three months we confirm the guest we follow up with them at least once a month so so the people that you've got booked through july here in april you will reach out to them um and then in in uh, may you'll reach out to people that you've got on the calendar for the next month well, let me Whatever. ask you this. Um, I actually was thinking after last night that, you know, we do the show live Thursday. Um, we should start reaching out Friday. Just to, as a reminder. Absolutely. For the be- following week. Right. For the following Thursday, yeah. because we, we go ahead and plant that. Now, sometimes, Mary, we get a situation and I know that. I know you know this, that the agency, your only contact for that person does not respond. In that case, there, here comes the boundaries again. Right. You, you give them a deadline. I need to hear from you by noon Eastern time on right. this date. Right. Or we're going to open the date up for another guest. Right. Right. And that gives us enough time to do that. That gives us time to find somebody. I and not I scramble. think there should be right. no reason for people to not respond in a timely right. manner. I agree. Um, I mean, if everybody a week, basically you're going to be working in, in increments of a week, two weeks, three weeks out. I, I'd say your, your guest for three weeks from now needs to be confirmed today and get you the information you need, photos, bios, right, right. music samples or whatever. Then two weeks out, you reconfirm and say, um, at that point, if you've gotten the photos and whatnot, great. You can set up the show in advance and have it, 
give them the link. Here's the link to the show that we're going to be doing. You can start promoting it. Right. Uh, and then a week before, if you don't have the photos and, and bio uh, by, by two weeks before, <clears throat> then you need to reach out to the agent and say, I'm still waiting on photos and bio. So if I don't have it by, give them two days at that point. Okay. You've got two days to respond to this with my photos and bio. Otherwise, I have to open this data for somebody else. And then on the, the day before the show, you just send them a quick little reminder. Here's the number to call. This is what I need you to do. Well, and I also think um, locally speaking, we're sitting on a gold mine because uh, a lot of people just, I mean, it could be even your neighbor have an incredible story to tell. We had the privilege of doing a uh, unscripted with a young lady who uh, runs a company called Just Kept Caking Around. And it was her story about how she dealt with the pandemic and how she transformed her business to actually um, work within the pandemic. Yeah. And Mary, why don't you tell everybody how that happened? Oh, that was pretty amazing. Um, I just, she's one of my neighbors. Um, business neighbor. It was uh, really fine, kind of funny. I was standing outside on the patio one day and I saw this truck go by and I, it went, was driving too fast for me. Um, but I told Curtis, I said, I think that's just cupcake and around. That's a cupcake truck. Cause it, it was, it had the music and whatnot, like a, an ice cream truck. And it was going through the neighborhood. And I said, if I see it again, I'm going to go stop it. Well, it didn't come back my way, so I didn't ever see it again. But one day I was in the shop buying cupcakes and I said, did you have a cupcake truck a couple, you know, a year ago during the pandemic? She goes, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. What was the name of the shop? Do you remember? Just Cupcaking Around. Okay. All right. Just wait. And the owner's That's name our is show Pam. for the day. Please remember, if you have a question um, for Mary, email us at jamandbreadbeunique at gmail.com. She had That's contracted, I believe, at city of Palm Bay .com. to do a, an event. So she had like 5,000 cupcakes that she was going to be giving or selling or whatever. And, of course, the pandemic hit and she couldn't do her thing. And uh, she wasn't going to throw all that money away. Right. So she. Well, she was actually, she admitted, and I was so amazed by this. She admitted that at that point, she was panicked. Yeah. I mean, she really felt up against the wall. Because what was she going to do? Her store was closed down. How was she going to continue in business? Yeah. And now. She's basically turned her idea of the cupcake truck into another adventure for her because she's coordinating all the food trucks, uh, to food truck events in the county. And that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And, that, and I love that story. And that's what Be Unique is all about, is taking these stories of people and places and things and showing them not not... And, and bringing out the good in what could potentially could be seen as something negative. And I, you know, and her story is just that. And that's typical be unique material, correct? Yeah. And I can, I can circle back to your original question. Um, yes. Which is not really answering the original question, but it's kind of playing into what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, um, grab a copy of 
or go online, be unique, Brevard. You know, if you've got a copy of the be unique Brevard online, because I know you probably don't have a physical copy of that. No, I, I don't. But find our advertisers, reach out to them and invite them to come on unscripted and tell their story. You know, that's a great idea. Of course it is. <laughs> she said humbly. Ah, <laughs> uh, hubris, my friend. Um, but also uh, another option is to go back through the older magazines. Right. Reach out to some of the people that we've featured and ask them to be a guest on the show. And we've done this in the past. But a lot of these people, they are, they're, they're nonprofits or they're charitable individuals or philanthropic businesses. Um, having them on your show can't hurt. And I will tell you what makes a podcast successful in my mind okay. and based on everything I've researched is promotion. People need it, to know that is. you have people need to know that you have a podcast. It is. It is. Um, and there are there are sites on social media that allow you to promote your podcast, but unfortunately you're just promoting it to other podcasters. Well, so, and other podcasters are important too, because if they do have a big audience and you do just so happen to be mentioned, there could definitely be some interest in that because people are listening to that podcast. Well, look at what we've done with Newsly. We've partnered up with Newsly. Right, right, right. We promote them. They promote us. Well, talk about, wait, wait a minute. Talk about Newsly and what it's all about because it's really fascinating. Go for it. Uh, no, I was going to say, Mary, you handled all that. Why don't you talk about <laughs> Well, Newsly is a, uh, an app or a website that turns your written website into an audio website. And you can actually click the button and hear any website read to you if you want it. Um, and they'll read it word for word. And, you know, Be Unique has something similar with our magazine. We actually have an audio magazine. And so, yeah, and that came about because of Jennifer. Jennifer was traveling with her daughter one day on a road trip somewhere. And she said, Anna, reach in my bag there, grab a copy of Be Unique and read it to me. Just start reading the stories. And Anna said, how cool would it be if you could listen to Be Unique Radio on Spotify and click over to listen to the magazine. Right. And right. now you can. Yeah. So, you know, the necessity of invention. Well, there's all sorts of innovations. And, you know, what we're talking about with Be Unique being all these different sources of media, um, the door is wide open. And um, you've given me some incredible ideas on Unscripted. And again, I, I, I want to say sincerely how much I appreciate your trust and your, your, your uh, giving me this chance to do a show like Unique, it, I mean, like uh, Unscripted. It really, it really uh, has made a difference with me. And I'm being completely serious on that. Well, I, I know you are. And I think one of the biggest things we need to do uh, on your part maybe is to Get as much pre-scheduled as you yes. can. Get the show set up, not the day before, right. but three weeks before. Right. And, then, and then we can start promoting it on social media. Right, right. Uh, exactly. We do have a 
Facebook page and we're getting ready to create an instant, instant, an Instagram (laughs) page for Be Unique Radio exclusively. And that is where we promote these shows primarily. Um, That would be a great outlet. It's it's a fabulous outlet. And there are people that follow it specifically to see what's coming up next. Well, I will tell you, Mary, that this is from a direct quote from my 22-year-old daughter that says Facebook's for older folks and Instagram's for younger folks. Absolutely. So that's a whole brand new demographic. That and we TikTok are is with. for the weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't discount TikTok now. Oh, I don't discount it. Don't discount TikTok. Neither are tweeting. Um but there are so many different outlets and there are so many different options. And Mary, I'm glad I was, you know, thank you everybody for joining us on this very special episode. I know it wasn't a question from a listener or a reader. It was a question from me. And as always, Mary, thank you very much. You're very welcome. All right. You have a Bye, great everybody. Week. Bye.